Welcome to Energetic Influence, where we discuss energy in all its forms, including spiritual, and its influence on us collectively and as individuals. And now your host of Energetic Influence, David Houston. Thanks for joining me again. A little light rain today. A little thunder in the distance. wanted to talk about Brad's chosen dollar amount and my counting of time per edit hour. And I wouldn't have thought as much about it as I did had Brad not been so specific with what he wrote down. Anyway, it just made me think and made me laugh. Anyway, the skin in the game, I get it. At the moment, if I had to count skin in the game as skin... And what is being brought and where the time is being spent. Because I have to point out that the time is being spent on editing. And the editing is for all the false starts that take place. All the ands and ums. And listening to voice is really interesting because you hear things like you normally do if you're listening to a voice, but then you began to think about the mechanics and looking at waveforms, you think about the shape, and that's just the shape we've given it. I don't really know what it looks like. That's probably an accurate representation per the variables going into it to turn it into the waveform. But all the layers that waveforms can have just in sound and frequency. Just being able to embed other messages on top of a message with the layering of frequencies within the same... I don't know what it would be. I, I, I would like to have a engineer friend that could tell me... See, that's what I always couldn't understand about AM and FM because AM stands for amplitude modification and that is the up and downness of a signal versus frequency modification which is FM and that is you're modulating the frequency evidently on the tiniest of scales because you can have a number of broadcasters on the FM spectrum just like you can have a number of broadcasters on the AM spectrum And whenever that one engineer that I worked for a long time ago was telling me about AM radio frequency waves being kilometers long. When I was able to visualize that in my head about how long that AM signal is from top to bottom, trough to crest, 
front to back, start to finish, whatever, however you measure frequency, it's really long. You can get longer and longer frequencies, and then you can also get higher and or shorter and shorter frequencies. So my question in my head that I really never got answered was amplitude modification, which is the high and lows, I believe, and then frequency modification, which is the frequency, or how many cycles per second. Because each time a frequency repeats, that's a cycle. It's like 60 hertz power. It's 60 times. It's flipping from positive to negative, back and forth. It's crazy the things electricity can do and does for us. And we really just kind of scratch it, what we know about it. That we know we know about it. That's another key element because many people have come along and showed us things about electricity that have baffled the world. But in that baffling, they found truth. And then they were dealt with afterward or their knowledge and apparatus removed, confiscated, disappeared, disassembled, re-engineered. A number of things either has happened or happened long ago to that equipment. Just the knowledge, the working functionality of a gadget. We're just thinking about frequency. You know, how often out of two voices, if you were to measure total number of syllables and then, see, I don't know, what would you measure? number of syllables would you measure number of words because see that's not fair because certain words have only one syllable whereas other words have more than one syllable some words many syllables speaking again you can have you would just have to you'd have to break it down you could you could measure both and just look at it statistically and that'd be just another parameter you're looking at here is the description of recording voices and there's every statistical thing we can find out about it. Not that that means much, but when you analyze it, you can say, out of these 30,000 words that were spoken, you said 10,000, you said 20,000, and out of those 20,000, you had less syllables because you used simpler words. But what I'm saying is you could have a disparity like that. You could have more words spoken, if you're only counting words, and less syllables versus fewer words and more syllables and maybe that could even be more meaning but actually you would want fewer words saying the same thing regardless of syllable count but getting into the editing and removing what people do not want to hear it's exactly like reading a book since well since i've been reading i've noticed a very very tiny trend of mistakes and misspellings and things that make it through the editing process of a printed book that makes it to my hand. However, it's not uncommon. It's just I'm noticing it more and more. But that's what people get paid to do is clean up writing. Well, you got to clean up speaking. If you want it to be perfect spoken, I guess. And actually, there are times that I myself leave in goof-ups or I leave in fault starts to signify the hard to put together words to describe something going on in today's world. When it's clearly your mouth opening before your thoughts are formed in casual conversation, that's another story. Again, the picking and the choosing, I feel like that's part of editing as well. And then dealing with loudness issues, which is just, I guess, any editor's I just think it's, there's a value to that process of editing. However, I could be labeled a perfectionist would be the closest thing. 
But see, this is so funny because I'm so not a perfectionist. I am, I am the, if we can make something work, let's do it. Let's just move on to the next thing because I'm not a perfectionist, but I am, I'm a, let's do it right. But even then, but perfectionism is unachievable is I guess why I don't participate in it. But it does have a description of what people can fathom when trying to describe a person. Oh, he's a perfectionist. You can start out with that, then I'll help you out by saying not so much. No, well, definitely not so much. No, not even that much. I'm talking like less. And that's how I would point people in the direction of describing myself. And really, that's the only person I can describe because this is me. I'm in here. Oh, that was something I was thinking about on the way home. Just the fact of being alive. And here is a experiment everybody can do. Anybody listening to this, and this is going to be a challenge. This is going to be the Energetic Influence Podcast Challenge. So my challenge to all Energetic Influence listeners, however many there are, here's the challenge. In your mind, take three seconds. And in those three seconds, and you don't have to do it now, think about these upcoming three seconds. And think about a past memory. Be able to look around and think about, and if you cannot see, be able to imagine something that would be going on now. And then for that third and final second, think about the future or something in the future, something that has not happened yet, something you want to have happen, something you desire to have happen, preferably something good. I would hope that you're not sitting around thinking for bad things to happen to people. We should pray for those people. So anyway, in the next, I tell you what, let's take it up from three seconds to 30. And if that's too much, bring it down. If you need more, take it up a little bit more. But imagine 10 seconds of a fantastic memory in the past. 10 seconds of something going on now. And if 10 seconds, like I said, is too long, shorten it back down to one second. Whatever the case may be, you're alive and you're able to do that. And do that as a being with a memory and a present awareness and a thought process that allows for conjecture or putting together ideas of possibility. The people that spend their minds and activities in putting together the possibility of communication brought us to where we are today with phones and gadgets in our pocket, TVs hanging on our walls, ear pods that fall out, whatever they are. We're here because people imagined something. I'd have to look up where it is. We're told that man can achieve anything or humankind can achieve anything they put their mind to. So if we can think about it, we can invent it. We can make it happen. And so far we have been doing that. The last two episodes of Unraveling Revelation were very, they were very present day topics. They were very helping to make sense of scripture, make sense of ancient documents, make sense of current times, make sense of the unveiling of what is happening based on what we already know is going to happen. What they were talking about was the woman, the beast, well, the woman riding the beast, the scarlet, the beast is a seven-headed dragon that arises out of the sea, and the woman, Babylon, the system, I say more than just the system, system and 
nation apparatus, nation status, nation identity, because it's going to get down to 10. And when it gets down to 10, if people don't recognize and wake up by then, they haven't done much reading or much research. Anyway, the beast that rises is the same seven-headed beast of chaos that's been here since father had to say down like a master to a dog and chaos settled down chaos will ultimately be dealt with well the beast system that the woman is using you could think of as society you could think of as worldly you could think of as the chaotic life we all experience the, the chaos that's being created, the chaos that's just happening, because all of those are next things, like we've talked about, or I've talked about. We all have next things, things we choose, things we're told to do, things we're commanded to do, things we want to do, and then when we obscure or skew our understanding of that next thing by chemicals or mind control, of any flavor and there's a lot of flavors of mind control chemical electromagnetic group the beast system the chaos is rising the scriptures tell us it rises out of the ocean and that tells us a lot right there because that that doesn't say rises and then is hindered and then rises more it doesn't say attempts to come out and doesn't make it the rising we can look in our own history we can look in recent history. We can look in history and just see the rising. Many scholars, writers, authors, commentators, even those who were participants in the penning of Scripture that we have as the Hebrew texts and we know as our Bible. There is so much there that we can use to understand and make sense of where we are and what's going on behind the scenes because that's the part nobody wants to talk about oh there's evil in the world oh there's bad people in the world oh there's terrible accidents that happen oh there yes yes and yes there are all of those things and all of those things are part of our life experience they're part of our decision experience cancel flight you got to make a new decision how are you going to get a new flight you're going to cancel your trip you got to cancel the hotel you got to you know unfortunate event you got to deal with the situation after that event current events or personal events things happening to you your family your loved ones somebody you know somebody you depend on any of those things are kind i'm not saying they're a random result of all the things that led up to today or this moment or this time in history but they are and when I say that, I'm not saying that they are there by chance. I'm saying that they are there by happenings of people in their belief patterns, their ideologies of the world, what they promoted, what they chose to avoid or not listen to or entertain and disregard or entertain and embrace and promote. Sometimes that can be the wrong thing. It does happen. We just hope people find the true path, the one path, the narrow path. And that narrow path, the narrow path is the path of truth, is the path of righteousness, is the path that gets you there. And the influences on the way there are what I am talking about. We are influenced all the time by entities that were here since creation. I'm not sure how many. 
But what I also have read is the entities that we are made aware of after the Tower of Babel incident and that they were sent to govern the nations. And from what I've listened and read, it's 70, 72, the complete all of them. And with the all of them, the 70, the 72, it could be seven of them. doesn't matter. The point is they're there. And it does matter because that tells you, you know, in a mechanical sense, <laughs> how many. But then you got the older ones. And it could be parents. It could be, and it could not be. I have no idea how any of that works. I know a lot of ancient, we call it mythology, writings points out the mother-father motif on secondary gods and demigods. And I think the Titans might have been the first ones or they might have been the second ones. I'd have, I'd have to read and find out. The point I'm making is there's been a family, maybe not necessarily family, but there's been a mother-father-child description of their appearance in the world not all of them some of them have some kind of spectacular or sporadic or spontaneous manifestation into this world either way the point is i don't know how it works all i know is what the bible says and by entertaining ideas and notions of what other documents descriptions contain helps give me a better depth of reasoning in my own mind for putting it together, thinking about an entity in the world orchestrating other entities below it in what we're seeing in all the countries of all the world. Or let's just say the seven continents. There's seven right there. But why is it in the world such a deal with Antarctica? You know, oh, is it a nice wall surrounding a floating disk in space? Oh, why is it so cold? You know, oh, our UFO base is down there. Oh, but, you know, the fact that there's some treaty that you can't be down there. All the nations signed it. What's up? Why? I can't get up enough money, start a GoFundMe or something and say, I want to go to Antarctica. Stop me and then get stopped before I, you know, leave my driveway. That's what I'm talking about. Why? Why is that? But what I'm getting at is there's seven continents. So, you know, the continental masses would have an entity, I would think. And then the subdivisions of that continental mass, another entity. And then I think there's the good entities. We also hear of these entities as angels. And I would contend that there are angels loyal to Yahweh, and then there are fallen angels that left that loyalty long ago and have been doomed to what's been going on and then you've got the nephilim the spawn of the fallen or as the other mythologies would put it the demigod type entities and there may be more to that not that not that the myth is right but when you think about and this is what derek and sharon were talking about just recently was after i think the 2008 housing bubble burst ponzi scheme all of it mastercard came out with nabu some kind of a network access give us two cents fee on every transaction thereafter but Nabu is some commerce. No, not commerce, because that's Mercury, Apollo. But scribe, lawyer, record keeping, that's what Nabu was involved with. 
they clearly stated in their broadcast that they were stating this was not worshiping Nabu. He was just pointing out an acronym that was put together. The person that put it together may have no idea that there's a god named Nabu. But Inanna and Nabu, they got the market right now on the energy in the world directed by the one which we know of and that's the one that's not bound and that would be I guess the original one to fall and there's some well there's plenty to learn about the word Lucifer is more of a description than a name but then that's what names are were descriptions of people that's why I've always found fascinating the time I learned of taking the children of Israel each time they're mentioned in sequence in the Old Testament and converting their name to what it means and you get different sentences Chuck Misler pointed that out oh, many years ago and I just all, I just always thought that was really super cool but being aware of the energies that are all around us the manipulations all around us the the desire to trick the desire to mislead perfect timing of everything even if we can't explain it but we can't explain it we can't accept the supernatural and we accept both sides of the supernatural that's the other thing it's not one-sided it is one-sided it's totally one-sided and that's the beauty of it and that is there is one god following the one god yahweh father yahweh then everything else is subject to following yahweh following yahweh we have a older brother, Christ Jesus, Christ Yeshua. He is our, not only mediator, but our older brother in the family that we are now in by being in that family. And being in that family assures us of the coming kingdom. It assures us of us being in the kingdom. You know, you could not be in the kingdom and know that the kingdom is here. And many will experience that too, I believe. Because the kingdom will arrive whether you know it's on its way or whether you're going to be in it when Father brings it about. And so bringing it about will happen irregardless. You know, that's what I think about some of the futile efforts that these people... And that's the part I don't understand. How are certain people able to get away with certain things in the world that get brought up, exposed, pointed out, videoed, documented, discussed, and then rediscussed and rediscussed and rediscussed, and yet nothing is done about it? And one could point out certain <clears throat> elements that could do something about it have been somewhat compromised, taken over, infiltrated, any of those words, as to their lack of effectiveness any longer. And I could agree. My prayer, hope, is that of numbers, really. The numbers of people, that the number of good-hearted, good, good-thinking, kind, generous, wonderful people would be higher than bad people. As far as a numbers game, yes, I want there to be more good people than bad people. Do I have a scale of good to bad by me even saying that what I'm going to go to to define good and bad is the Bible allows me to expand on the Bible and point people to this chart that I mentioned last week in a different conversation the chart of consciousness from Hawkins the book I found it in was truth versus falsehood or 
power versus force. I think it was in power versus force. And the chart, I believe, adheres to biblical thinking. And with that biblical thinking, I think that the chart is accurate in its charting. Illustrate where people are. You know, how they perceive things and how they are made aware of things or how we are. Where do we fall on that chart? It's within that inner mixing, that interaction of where you are on the chart helps in your understanding of where people are in the world. And when this friend of mine, well, Brad, pointed me to this event going on in Chicago, I asked him to pick a word that described these people. And the first five, six words from the bottom of the chart, he said all of them. And the one he picked was, I think, the bottom row. It was the bottom. And if it wasn't the bottom, it was the one next to the bottom. But anyway, it was it was everything terrible described them all the way across the chart. It was it was pathetic. It was disgusting. It's a disgrace to humanity that people let themselves but then going up the chart goes back to a notion that I believe was the last cast, and that was confidence without arrogance. Because being cocky and arrogant really doesn't have a lot of confidence. I wouldn't see it as confidence. But one could climb that chart, and hopefully their mind would not be a false label of whatever that chart showed as a higher level, and then pretend, because that's what we know is going to happen. We know that's what's going to happen, because this entity will find a vessel to inhabit, to be present, even if it is a purely thought-realized sensation in people's minds of this entity. It will be that in some capacity, whether it be three-dimensional, whether it be tactile, whether it be audible. It could be all those things. And then it could also be embedded in the mind through the various technologies that exist, what they're talking about, what is out there. Supposedly, the term is declassified. So if that's what they claim, oh, we've invented this stuff and now we're going to let you know about it, that just implies we have stuff we've invented that we're not going to let you know about. And so that implication tends to hold true a lot of times. Also, it could be pure fiction if they haven't invented anything. It sounds good to pretend like you have invented something, especially if it induces fear and chaos, which is part of the beast that the woman is riding, the harlot, whore, Babylon, because she goes against everything. The chaos is the manifestation of all those let's do better than God. Anytime we get in the way thinking we can do better, it's all part of us in this long dealing with chaos. Do you think you can plant a garden and not have weeds? Chaos is part of the weeds. It's still chaos. And so chaos exists. And so the vanquishing, the elimination of chaos in the future kingdom is going to be really interesting because in some respects I'm wondering about friction how friction will work in the kingdom because right now we have a thing called gravity many people have overcome gravity by using stairs and ladders some people have overcome gravity by using water pressure some people have overcome gravity by using buoyancy or even the design of a wing to produce Lift. When I learned the helicopters were just rotating wings, that blew me away. Because they're not using the thrust from the propellers, they're using the lift from the propellers. That's pretty wild to think about. 
because then you can use the thrust to go forward and you've accomplished two cool goals get off the ground and move but friction has been part of our life for a long time and i know we have you can think of friction as warming up and getting hot and that's what it is but it's also what lets me walk on the ground it's what holds the car to the road not holds it but gravity is pulling down on it and the friction if you look at a tire touching the ground the part touching the ground is the only part of the tire that's holding the tire steady on the road bicycle tire motorcycle tire three-wheeler tire four-wheeler tire car tire truck tire 18 wheel 18 wheeler tires has 18 places holding that big truck to the road and so friction is part of that but friction is part of a chaotic model in physics and science and so forth and i guess a lot of it's able to be quantified away through heat and forces acting upon other things to minimize that frictional element but still there and so in the kingdom in the golden streets i'm just curious i've seen science fiction where they have magnetic shoes or something like that and then they turn the magnetism off and oh that's chaos oh the chaos is everywhere and so to have that dealt with in the end is going to be fantastic speaking with a fella today we talked about the last episode campfire story and how this next episode was going to be on the topics of superstition luck and magic and how luck isn't necessarily you know real but magic can be and then other superstitions and phrases that come up actions activities knocking on wood black cats and all the other the influence is great already the coming misdirection the coming delusion is going to be unlike anything i believe any of us ever entertained and maybe we have i don't know maybe i'll just speak for myself and say that it's probably greater than what i've ever imagined so i lift up all people in the world in a request to father for his spirit to reveal the delusion to reveal the lies all of them to reveal the reality of or in everybody's life so many people have daily habits even i know you can have good habits or bad habits maybe that'll be going home that'd be perfect the next day and going home so campfire story the next day and going home what we're going to talk about going home we're going to talk about good habits and bad habits that sounds like a third episode thank you for listening and i will hopefully talk to you soon